is it. On the 30 meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot for Manasseh. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Needed bounce back victory for the Dragons today. Uh, or can maybe say more about the Roosters than the Crows about the Dragons? Mm. Um, I'm gonna p- 14th. You have to bump them up after their. Yeah, but who falls? Who yeah, falls to 14? Like. Predators? Saints around 
I would say based on the last month of football, three wins. That's it. Wests are gonna jump to twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Um eleventh you probably push power up one spot because that is a that's one of the best performances they that's the best performance they've put on here basically. Especially after losing a few of the lads that they were up against as well, but I'm slide Manly up a spot. Uh, Warriors drop down, Manly go up. Just under it's the only line. one performance in, from uh, yeah, true, like it's like Manly, so and it's against the bad Rivers type. I would, I'd be tempted. <laughs> oh, I get a dig there. <laughs> I would be tempted to actually rearrange. So I'd actually go. Manly's go where they are. for the Raiders I know they were born the weekend but it's still four or five no so yeah they're just aware of that now look the most fortunate side in the power rankings I'm going to say is the Waterford Titans it was um, they, it was a two point win like and they played well but it was just yeah I think they're, they're going to stick in today they, they really don't deserve that uh, having thrown it away I think you <sighs> dropped the Dolphins to six and bumped yeah. the two up so Sharks go to four and Storm go to five. Yeah. And then all stays the same as well. Yeah, don't don't have a knee jerk reaction. No. To the women's uh Or you could swap the Broncos and the Panthers anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Panthers are pretty dominant. Broncos are pretty ugly. Perfect. Right. Uh we all the struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll pop down next time. So four packing and it is yourself to lead us out the park. Yes, I'm going to talk about something that I've been talking about for the, for the last maybe five or six weeks. Just with every episode, uh, but yeah, I think our Roosters. I know they're they're a, they're a game away from maybe middle of the table in the top eight, but they just don't seem to have it this year at all. I think um, injuries are going to catch up with them. I think Brand Smith. Uh, Hardgreaves, Manu, Daniel Tupu and Sam Walker are all injury doubts for next week and then their game plan was maybe out the window we actually don't know who's leading that team around the park we don't know what the game plan is we don't know how they're trying to play ball that's the thing I think I'm struggling with well to, to drop I know he was trying to drop Sam Walker like, and then not to get any better like. <laughs> I don't think it was for Sam Walker's fault and I think the now I know Kiri had a good game at the weekend, scored two tries, but it was the first time in a while that I seen him actually run the ball in the way he used to play when they were probably in top or they they're in that when they won the 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 cup a few years ago, like the, the premiership, like in that sort of attacking mode. But yeah. Ever since that, now I think they're gone downhill. Like. Yeah, it's it's it, for me. It's a combination of a few things. It's. There's a lot of big names in that roster that have a lot of money in the clock. 
So it's not necessarily an age thing, but it's a attrition. Kind of setting in. It probably happens. You, you probably, I know it's very early days, but you probably look at the time that cheese is in the state. Mm. And that not what they needed. Like you need, you, they, they obviously needed to get, like Reed Maddy would have been perfect. Would have been exceptional. And how power let him go is beyond me. Yeah. And for what they let him go for. You can see what he's doing with the Bulldogs. All, it, like it's getting better every, every week these days. Like for me. Jay Garrett's decision to move to Manly with a media effect. Good move for him, or do we see him making that step in his career as being that regular first grade star? I think it's he he, he Jay falls under the same sort of branches like uh, Shane Flanagan. Not Shane Flanagan, Ty. Ty Flanagan. I think a new environment for them lads would be perfect. And I think it's a great move for him to get away from that Cotton. Even it's never his father's fault, just to get away from his father as well. In in a way that he's not like the fans don't have that excuse to say that it's his coach's son. Yeah, yeah, which is great for him. Like, and he gave that bubble then. But uh, I said to you before the podcast, the players coming out today and saying that we should have done more is is it's it's not great. It's not a great thing that they knew was going on, and they still didn't do anything until Paul Gosling was on, or he had to leave. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think he ever did anything wrong on the field. I never thought he, he was the excuse for, or he was the cause of losing any of the games he ever played in. No. Um, I think, you know, when he's 20 still? Yeah. Still? 20 still. You look at, obviously, then the official announcement that Mitch made of his contract, he's not going to get playing time. So, probably needs to go and lucky. Probably a bad week to move to Manly given how good uh, Josh Schuster looked on the weekend. But Josh Schuster, Josh Schuster. So mm. he's going to be banned for two weeks here or there. Yeah, somewhere. Be, along the way. Along the way. So he gets a chance uh, and a great chance, opportunity to learn from Jamie Cherry Evans. Is there a player swapping it or is it just kind of going in some direction? Kind of full opportunity to do this, but I think it is just one I direction. I don't know who, if to say Moses or uh, what's the other half Brown. Dylan Brown would then who would they have to replace him and this is what because I think the deals are looking at the big picture when they're letting these players go like and there's like I think it could also be tied into I know he's not on a huge salary but I think there's an element too here of nepotism in that you look at those headlines a few weeks back but I think Gerson in a move to bring in that star player has Brad Arthur arguably got eyes on who's coming in and saying yeah, maybe you're saying a bit they're not looking at this season they're looking at next season yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and even just to say to the young fella look <laughs> you're not going to play based on who we're, we're going after so yeah. I wonder uh, moving to Manly though there, there's a massive uh, the depth chart in the halves is big in Manly as well like you have Cooper there Cooper Jones is there you have your man Debbie's uh then you have Schuster and fucking Jamie Cherry Evans. Like, I know what's going to happen when Origin comes around that Cherry Evans will be it's out for a little bit. So, but that's three games, three, three games arguably, and they might have a. I didn't look at the full schedule, but they might have to buy a load in between. Like, yeah, if someone gets a really good ride through the through the Origin. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how he's used and when he's used, if if he is even used this year. Like, yeah, um, well, the the strangest thing with it is like Manly could do with. With some players lines, but they couldn't do with them in the half. Like, is no, it? Yeah, if you're really looking, really looking at it. Yeah. So it it has to be a long term move. Maybe they see something in them. Maybe like like I was impressed with him this season actually. Like before, I kind of thought mm, he's just not that. Yeah. Regular starter, bold at yeah, but he sort of took a step up this year. Mm. Like he's a big, big boy. He's about six foot two or six foot three. Like he's a big, long, rangy player. Like and when he gets that man size, he's yeah. still in twenty. Yeah, he gets exactly. that man he size. Still a bit like he's. Mm. Sometimes you look at these players like and you think that maybe, maybe a season or two in Super League is just just to get away from it all and come back and and grow up a little bit as Hastings did or something like that. You know that way. Just get out of that fishbowl of Sydney. Like you're going to Sydney as well. Yeah. You're going to Manchester, you're going to where Sydney, like, Sydney Fisher Football is always going to be there. Well, nobody's going to know you're in Manchester. <laughs> so, speaking of, speaking of fishbowl. Yeah. So, Ponga moves to fullback this year. Is it time for him to step down by the club? Because he got another head knock at the weekend, and this one was very soft. Now, I know he came back, but I think from the week before, when he played so well, this week, if he went out and played again, he'd be sat and pulled back for the games on Marone, I think. Mm. And then the head knock comes into it. Like, it's it's it's, it's a, a worrying thing for the player, I think. Yeah, and then you look at the, the play of the ball against him, obviously, that's mm. 
that doesn't happen to someone as much experience as him. Uh, I know he's still relatively young, but very experienced. And he definitely cracks the nose at stuff. Like he just there's no way he didn't get the, the small things. Like he's even Ronaldo. Like you know them yeah. ultra professional. Like everything he does is perfection. Like but I'd say he was it just a lapse in concentration maybe or something like that or was maybe the thing was maybe it's a bit um, head knock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like it's it's a difficult situation. I've always said it. To be fair, it's like lovely player, but he's a. Uh, for him to reach the pinnacle for his career, he had to end up in like a really good structure, like a roof was like a, like a Melbourne Storm, and he personally had to be willing to take unders, to make sure he wasn't the pinnacle. That 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 to me because he's not a full back who controls the game and plays like a a prime Tedesco. Mm. He's if he was in the Melbourne Storm, people would be tearing it up. Yeah, and that's why he, he's so good when he plays Albion. Yeah, because he has it doesn't come from yeah. that way. Whereas in Newcastle, you have okay players that are maybe not looking at it. If Joey Johnson's still running this. <laughs> that, well, that's another thing, too, is like there was a lot of hope put on him because he was the player to. A lot of people forget, like, I know they haven't been years, but Newcastle were what West Side was there until a month ago. Oh, yeah. For years and years and years. And, and he was very much seen as the player to. Come out of this. <laughs> just the second coming of, of Joey Johnson. JJ, um, and he just it's that's an incredible height for someone that could have looked to. I just don't think he had it there. Yeah, I was watching NRL three hundred and sixty this morning, and Buzz Rocky was talking about Queensland going away from life and stuff like that. But yet, he was saying that he like Ponga should have been there. Like the head injury, Newcastle getting the hundred percent. Why would Newcastle take him out of the front line, put him back to full back? When he was a hundred percent, like if that's the change they're making, like I think it's a, it's a, it it does tell you there might be something wrong, or they're trying to look after him a little bit, not being the front line of the defense at all. Like so, they are worried about the player, like and I know Billy Slater is probably the same. Like he 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 looks at him as a person before he looks at him as a player. Like and he said the concern for the player's health is the reason why is one of the factors that they didn't want to throw him in. It seems like right. Yeah, and and look, that's. I think that's also a good scapegoat for Billy because balance of play. Oh, I yeah. know he's like an he's false, like he's, yeah. But uh, like Ponga two weeks ago was Ponga of Queen of Queensland, <laughs> like the Romans. Yeah, like he tore up. But in that game, how many glimpses we were getting at yeah. him? Like he he's had so much inconsistency um, this season. I I just don't know where it goes. Arguably, I'd say though he's obviously played a lot more there, so he obviously has. But I think he's more susceptible. His tackle technique is at a full little back. bit high as well, isn't it? I think he's more susceptible, but he can't hide him at full back. Yeah. So and it's a one on one, and it's normally try saving tackles where he's going full fucking tilt at it. Yeah. Which is the scary thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just and the body's only getting bigger in the NRL too. Mm. And faster. <laughs> Moving, uh, sticking with the arrows and theme, uh, New South Wales Ireland selection. Whoop whoop. The Campbell Graham mystery, I suppose. <laughs> we'll say. Is there more to this than is what's been reported to date? Bear in mind we're recording on Monday as opposed to Thursday, Tuesday. And if so, what is the potential backlash? I say that not not even having a con- 
conspiracy as to what's going on here, which is very strange. For anyone that hasn't heard, it's kept up. Cam Graham's name is Aiken Man. And then they were then reported that he has a, a mild sternum injury, so he's been dropped. He's, he's removed himself from camp. Mm-hmm. But he's likely going to play for the Tunnies against the Ravens this weekend. But if he's a mild injury, it doesn't make sense that he's going to be able to play this weekend, but not in 10 days' time. Is it, is it something they were talking about that it was like a training load as well that the, the Bunnies had a, a, a lighter training load whereas they don't force it to the week and same at the weekend Yeah. so is the intensity of Origin camp a little bit too much for them in that 10 days maybe it's a strange one it is a strange one if like for me I think he, he I would put on the wing to be honest <laughs> If he was fully fit, like, yeah, and like, look, there's there's wider concerns to me. I know he pretty much tore us to shreds at the weekend, but it is the only game that Tom Dravojevic has uh, played. He's looked remotely like Tom Dravojevic. But I wonder, was it that I there was he went out with the mindset of like, look at for the last whatever eight weeks, I've done what you want me to do, and he was just let me go out and test this out, and he put the boot down, and yeah. he looked like Tom Dravojevic, like when. When Saab made that break down the line and he was cruising, like he did open up, but he was smiling. And he's yeah. going, "Ah, oh, this is not gonna be a good day for you, lad." Yeah. It was, yeah. it was a scary sight. Like, and a few times that when someone made a break, he put the boot down in the middle, like, and mm-hmm. he was out front, like he was full head, like. So, I wonder was it that just let me test it out and let me go forward, let the reins off. It was it Manny that was telling him, like, "Don't push, don't, don't." Yeah. Anyone breaks away from you, like the the like of the Broncos game when Cobb got off on him and he just gave up like straight away. I wonder was it that just let me test it this week and see what it's like. On an absolute sidebar, Berber went off with another hamstring injury, and Jake is the only one with hamstrings. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Um, Can you take drill steps? <laughs> if, if it was to be slightly conspiracy theory, do you reckon there's a bit of a sulk there on Campbell Graham's behalf? So up until the last game of the weekend, he probably was meter away. Serious game, like I know they got bet, but like anything that came down his mm. side was was dealt with. Like, like inconsistent, yeah. Forward. It's not just this season for like the last two years. It's been inconsistent. Yeah. For two fullbacks to get in front of an actual center, like yeah. I know, like I know that like arguably probably the best fullbacks of the generation, maybe or best players in the generation, but still, like there's I think if you're playing that position all the time, I think it it should stand you a little bit better than say two quality footballers coming in and just saying get filling in the gaps like mm. it's a strange one. I think he is the greatest fucking like dominate in origin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah he's in origin. Physically point. physically this year like oh, I know in the World Cup like we played in the wing but this year it's physicality on that edge like he's he's just towering and, and dominating players like mm. like he's dominated Cody Staggs he's he dominates any centre he's up against now because mm. of his physicality. Like, and it's all upright tackles. He just <laughs> he just swarms you. And he kind of he kind of that got that awkwardness. And I'm going to use probably two two examples because it's already told. But he he also has that kind of ability that I've only really seen in Matt Hansen or Nick Cummins or Honey Badger, um, to kind of score weird freakish awkward tries yeah yeah to <laughs> come out of a bundle yeah. of fucking ten fuckers and then all yeah. of a sudden he has the ball he's ball got and like, yeah. his hand or something like yeah. I just think yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's luck and then there's I don't know what it's called awkwardness <laughs> yeah to be honest with you but 
So, has has a coach ever been sacked after winning Coach of the Year the previous season? Todd Payton is not going well with the Cowboys this year. And I don't know, can he, can he skate through this year with the laurels of last year maybe, that the performance they had, but it's the exact same team, exact same players, and they are under underperforming for that coach at the moment. Well, arguably they overperformed last year. They they massively overperformed last year, given some of the talents. But I can't miss what the Cowboys have always done, even yeah. when they perform. They have a rip roaring year, one year, one year at a time, like, and then lift the next. And that was even when they had uh, Andy Bone at fullback. They had John Turfin. They had uh, Dan Peacock. Jack and Roll. Like they're the spine of a good team. And even with Michael Morgan, but they did, did a rock solid halfback pairing. Yeah. But they always seem to be the same. Just, I I think a lot of people under like underestimate how crucial the draw is to North Carolina. Like, cause home games for them are huge. I'm massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they they'll have no traveling fans maybe at half time. They yeah. go anywhere outside of the country. So they built a man. If if I had to remember on the st- the start of last season. They had a, like, they had something like four out of their first six or seven games were at home. Well, we see with the Broncos this year, like, yeah, and look what's happening there, like, just built momentum. But even the Cowboys one is 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 stronger still because it's because the conditions are just that little bit more yeah. uncomfortable, and harsh. <laughs> yeah, um, so apparently, Gresham has or should have coached Evan Zach after that when he coached him. They they probably should never be sacked. The next year, otherwise they become too much like association football to kind of lose the ticket. What about when you lose to West Tigers sixty six eighteen, when the Tigers couldn't score a fucking yeah, but the, the Tigers the last month have been well, yeah. They're start they they've really started to click, and it's it's the players you signed and hoped for. Like Appy was different custard on the weekend. John Bateman was brilliant during the first John Bateman game I had where he's like. Junior, the, 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 oh, what's his name? The winger. I think he's fucking Jesus. He's a freak. And he's a lot of, a lot of decent people. And Boo whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Fuck that on. Even Brad Wakeman is just yeah. putting away lads, like doing his job. Like. Yeah. Um, and look, uh, Luke Brooks has. Someone brought up a point, I don't know, I think it was the, the Telegraph podcast. Um, and they were saying it's a well documented Luke Brooks has never played football before. Football he's played in the last month, is it arguably his best? Best. And I know he won uh Daily M halfback of the year maybe yeah. two or three years ago. But he's been playing exceptional football. Um and you hate to say it, but was Hodges the man in the inside of him that was forcing him out of it? Jackson Avery? No, um what's your man that got injured? Jeez, what's his name? Dewey. Dewey. Like he could be a very, very strong character and He's just great now. It's your team now, like. Yeah, that's the thing you'd always think about Luke Brooks, and it's only from watching interviews. You don't know what he's like. Some people just struggle with media. He's kind of that quiet, unassuming, not dominant. Yeah. Bloke. So he's but yeah, he's kind of a Lukiri as well sometimes. In that way, like easy bully. Like. Easy bully. Yeah, like small stature, small, maybe some maybe some things, but he doesn't have the dominance or the, the commitment to dominate players like the way he should with a with a halfback. But his experience too, and like he's. 
he was lights out under 20s I think and he's he's arguably the Polish best serving okay. in terms of guiding the movements so Polish <laughs> yeah maybe not Dutch and maybe but you know um, back to origin Queensland this time oh Queensland the origin selection so look there's a lot of significant drop-ins for, for Queensland obviously look we've, we've kind of touched across Ponga and, and Gagai's drop-in in particular has got a lot of headlines because it's what, his first game he's missed since 2017 22 is it 22 tests in a row that he's been good in so like that, that's what that's captured a lot of headlines but for me the big one is Cook Avery mm. I think it's more about what he can offer you everywhere else in the field than the edge or wherever they're not playing yeah. like it's and it's that um that unsung work that he does for both of us like he's not been lights out this year for the for the the Broncos he's not had maybe the impact that he had last season. The only thing about it is like if you look at their say their 14, 15, 16, 17, if they get an injury in the back, they'd be gone. <sighs> Harry Grant, Tino, Ruben Carter or J Arrow. I know you have Ben Hunt like played out to like six or seven like but after that you're in trouble like who's left for groups. People are talking so much for you and he, he just like he played a full series of centre <laughs> at one stage. Don't yeah but he just he did a lot of that grit that yeah, the, 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 the dog walk. And if you're if you're not in tune with it you'll miss it like Yeah. And it's only it's kinda <laughs> It's the stuff you actually kind of miss, miss sometimes when you're watching Origin. Yeah. That when you watch the kind of highlight shows. Yeah, it doesn't show that stuff at all. And then they kind of break it down. Yeah. And you kind of like look at it. And, you're, and then you're it's just like, oh, jeez, how did I miss that? Yeah. But you've got to think someone like Billy Slater, Billy Slater and his background team, that doesn't go unnoticed, especially someone like Billy Slater who comes from that storm system, mm. who appreciates the hard work. And I think that the guy guy won... He, you can't it can't be done to form because for the last few years he hasn't played well for his club like but he, it's he never played like <laughs> it's Newcastle or Origin role yes yeah, <laughs> like it's but it, that's like that's the 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 like the known fact in, in the circles like it's either Gagai Queensland or Gagai in night so like to say that he's not playing a form doesn't go back to the last three years when he was picked out of form to play exceptionally well in even Gagai was running since yeah so it's nothing like like just yeah. I know like the hammer, but like at center I'm still not we know what he offers from a speed perspective. Mm. And look, he's he's definitely improved. He's taken a massive jump for going to the Dolphins, I feel. But I think that edge is gonna be like Tulani and him are gonna be paired up. I think that you'll have Mitchell and Tommy going down that wing the way they did in two thousand and nineteen, the way this two centres went they paired up and came around the stage like and, and, and like the arguments can be made that that's probably where they put the hammer there to kind of run them down but yeah you have to catch them after the bay but I, I can't <laughs> but, I, but I can't see I can't like I struggle to recall a, a series of moments where his speed has paid off in defence yeah 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 you can't in your own head like where did this come out of like yeah soft edge and um, to be honest but but the one thing that like it was Tommy Slater going into prop and the reason I signed it on the other side it was like if I picked him 
You have to fix it. Because <laughs> yeah. this is going to be Queensland. The two ways are going to get out. Uh, I think that when Panga got uh, penaled at the game against the, the Bulldogs, Gail was up yeah. on, and then for the next 10 minutes, Panga went at him the whole game. But we don't, the one thing we've always talked about Panga is he's had kind of, he's kind of a reputation for his bags He, when they were chasing the game, he really stood up for it. Like, don't have any carries. He's getting like two, three carries per set. Mm. You know? Yeah, he always stood up for him at the game, and he and he wanted to go to the fence. You know what I mean? And that's what he's got the passion wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> um, if you could pick one Queensland and one New South Wales former New South Wales player for this generation, so going back. I'm gonna say myself like nineties. I did not really <laughs> understand rugby, <laughs> uh, but two thousands and two thousand tens like them, them sets like who would you think would make an impact or who would you love to see light up the origin with the crop of players that are there nowadays? One for either side. Yeah, one for either side. I give you two or three, but for pure comparison alone, I'd love to see GI against Australia. That's a, that was the one I picked. GI run against Australia and Australia won the game. But then, part of me would also love to see a battle of Cameron Murray versus like Tony Fully Barrett. Because yeah. that's like, you know, the whole size fight thing. Yeah. That's a very interesting game to watch and a very, not similar, but whole package blokes that's up there yeah. um, old I'd love to see Brad Flintlock playing six to to Kieran's seven yeah that would be impressive or Joey <laughs> 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 just bring back <laughs> um, I, tell, I tell you it was someone not Slayton Cook or Afi I tell you it would be a good hook and show with Just a wild card, he'll always just throw Willie Mason in because you don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do that, you're going to put in fucking Gordon Pals as well. Yeah, <laughs> so many loose cannons. If you get a loose cannons, yeah, origin, just, just, just give us 10 minutes. It's like uh, the hockey, you get 10 minutes before the half to do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> just like Gordon, a prop <laughs> front row of Gordon Pallas and Sammy Tyler. Put in what's the name, uh, Luke O'Donnell, is it? The new South Wales. Or you just you just bring lads who were like, oh, like even oh, um, oh Scott, what was his name? The Ogre, <laughs> Marco oh, Healy. Marco Healy. Yeah, yeah Spud Carroll maybe. <laughs> Spud Carroll and Tony Carroll. Tony, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So look, if I had to pick one Queensland. Well, or actually no sorry because you're probably going to go GI which is the same actually let me see Jonathan Thompson versus Nathan Cleary
to uh, to any customers anymore. Yeah. Mm. No, I just love I love to see the matchup. I like it's very hard to explain like how far rugby league has gone with the likes of Joey Dodd. Like and mm. you know it always goes back to could you form now? And you would just love with his skill set, the way he defended, just everything about him and his cuteness about him. The same with Tarsten. Tarsten would, would, would thrive, I think, how he could speed the game. Yeah. Just his running ability alone, like he would thrive on the breakout, like with the, with the repeat sets, the six mm. the six of games, like you just love to see that happen. Like you, you, and the one thing with when players get older and you start to admit it, like you, you, you it's like the Michael Jordan documentary. Mm. You knew it was gonna to come to a stage where he he looked at him and goes, That's an old man now. Yeah. <laughs> you know that way. Yeah. And we don't like that. We like to think of them as they're playing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good notion to to make as well, Jason. Uh yeah look we've actually talked about the little bit uh so far and I think everything was very great and I'm a massive fan of the last month of football. But after a historic performance Western side that is their biggest ever margin victory and I've vastly improved the month before you like that I know they didn't score against the bunnies but the bunny ran away in the last five minutes oh yeah well they didn't more than five minutes but like they, they ran away with it in the end it was a very tight game of football what is the ceiling for the Tigers this season well where are they in the ladder just for a second as as we discussed about South Sydney, oh, like Sydney Roosters and stuff like that, we'll give them out about South, oh, the Sydney Roosters. The one win away from being sixth or fifth. So I think the Tigers will surprise you where they are. They have eight points. <laughs> if they win this week, they can jump up to 12. Which is a massive jump. Like if the other teams, they'll struggle. If there's someone to buy and stuff like that, they they'll struggle to win this week. Well, I know, yeah. They want to buy. They're on a bye, are they? Yeah. Um, it's the second. The second boy of the season, I think, is over there, Um I just think that if they can, if they can scrape, not scrape, but if they can perform the way they're performing, and the like of as you say, like Buck, Buck has the ability to just win and stay the way he's playing because he. He's not bringing it up to the line as much. He's not getting that contact. Like mm. he can stay stay the injury free, like mm. and still play the way he's playing because they have a very mobile pack. Very mobile, very mobile. S- a little bit small. Sort of you think of like say the Cowboys last year. You're looking at the size of them going, but I think their ability to get around the pack and be dynamic and get like post contact meters is going to be massive for the like of Bateman. Like of uh, oh, what's the top there? I was gonna say his name, but uh, I'll fuck it up. Stefan, <laughs> uh, leaving Joe off and Gary and Alex Tarr. Uh, Joe off and Gary had a serious game mm. there at the weekend. Tom, unbelievable, and scored a great try. Like and did a lot around the park. Like so, if you see these boys, like especially Joe off and Gary, with his history, like and starting to perform for that team, like hopefully it's quiet that. He's going to get his own head now and start looking for another way and stuff like that. You know, mm. that sometimes it happens. But if they can stay together and, and nothing comes into the camp and try and revive them, if they can... Like Tim Sheen, fair play to him, he took a lot of flack in the last... And arguably probably needed to take it. Like, 
but never back or never like put it on the players. Yeah, and even like you look at his defence of, of Luke Brooks. Yeah. Always backed him up. But even at the weekend. Oh, yeah. It was fairly Yeah, nobody expected him to come out and absolutely read the bunker and the refs yeah, yeah. <laughs> after no. It's like how many tries do you need to, to be happy like? <laughs> Tim, Tim, let's flash back a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's over, Tim. It's over. We're on we're on the way up. I think if I'm being brutally honest, and I, I don't know if it's maybe what West fans want to hear after this, but I think the scope that side finishes tenth. And which well, this is it. It's first foot. I think given the seed start the season they've had and last year and the fact that. Ultimately, it won't change until you get rid of Pasco. I think that's a successful season if they can turn this around and get to the 10th. I know it's probably not successful given the money they spent, the talent they've brought in, but I think it's a great foundation. I think as well, if they can sort out, I, they're going to have to make a decision on Luke Brooks. He's out of contract at the end of the year, isn't he? Mm. So that's going to have to sort out. And you just hope that the players, you hope that the support if he does go well they back him next year as well if they sign him and not throw the biggie out when it starts to come to shit again yeah although they can they can be a bit uh, they can forget a lot quicker they can be a bit like Arsenal fans trending their head out all of a sudden so well I, I heard it was Kim Kardashian that just was up anyway so <laughs> that's the excuse now she went to the to the Euro to the Europa games was lost yeah and that was the start of the downfall the start of <laughs> That's, look, it's conspiracy theories, folks. That's a good one. That's a good okay. one. I'm not, I'm not pitching my hat to it, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, so look, we, we'll quickly run through the round 13 matchups. As we said, it's Monday, so we've no team lists and stuff like that. We're probably just going to make brief kind of predictions based on what we think the sides are going to lose with Origin and kind of form. Um, Me first, is it? Yeah. So Thursday morning, uh, 10 to 11. KO Stadium, the Dolphins take on the Dragons. Dolphins are favourite, a dollar fifty three to the Dragons two fifty. Uh, I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins are arguably in a strong position. I know they lost uh, the hammer maybe. Tom the Gilbert as well. Who? Tom Gilbert as well. Is he gone as well? Yeah, they've lost the, they've lost a bit of talent. They've lost the. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, they've lost that. Talent. Well, the Dragons have lost their talent <laughs> to a fame hunt. Yes. So I think. The Dolphins will come out and, and they'll fill the gaps. They lost better than say the Dragons, and the way that the, the the Dolphins are, they're they're much better unit than the Dragons this year. So I think this will be an easy victory for the Dragons up in up in Queensland. Did he's going to say Dragons? Is it? Oh, sorry, the Dolphins. Sorry, it's my fault. I tend to disagree. I think I think the Dragons will have that new buzz. I think at least Capucci gone for three weeks. I think they're going to have Origin, but it's a huge loss side runs as well as Tom Gilbert so I think it's going to be tight the Dolphins will probably win based on home advantage but I think it's going to be like a it's going to be a try again I think well what I want to say about the, the Dragons uh, in the Sydney Rooster game when the little scuffle happened and rallied that's probably the best say minute and a half of rugby I've ever seen with just the defence I was like do not turn over this is going to be awesome I was I was very busy at that moment in time, <laughs> and I made sure I seen that. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, right, I'm coming. And that's the sort of like that's the sort of bright. I know, 
I know we even touched on it this year, like, but the coach is gone, like, and the interim coach is in. And sometimes it just takes the interim coach to know what's going wrong to put, like, you straight back in, Lomax came in, like, so, uh, and then he's got, a, he's got a result, which most times if shit's going wrong, you make a change, it's just a new place to rule, like, as you said. Even just the, with the shit show that was Puck and kind of, we're not going to renew, we know he's going to go, and his headlines are in it. it just releases that pressure valve in the locker room. And yeah, the man knows he only has this season to take it. Yeah. Well, you know, unless he goes to the to get away with it. Um, yeah, look, I think I think Dragons have played them tight, and wouldn't be surprised if we turn them over. Um, next up, Para versus the Cowboys. Look, Para aren't as effective with Origin this year as they have been in the past, given their form. Cowboys were abysmal, but yet they're still losing an awful lot of players because they're coming around sides. I'm going para. Uh, it's in Sydney as well, so I'm going to say 12 points. Yeah, I think after the result of last week with the Cowboys and the losses they're going to suffer this week with the, with the camp, the, I can't see the Eagles not beating them well at home. Mm. I just think that was a huge win. Uh, Saturday then, we were short, as we said, we were short week. Uh, the Warriors take on the Broncos at McLean Park. Uh, the Warriors were actually favourites, $1.40 to $3. Same crack again, the loss of the Origin Stars for the Broncos. Um, I can see the Warriors taking the Broncos here at home. Yeah. I think the way they play, um, the way Sean Johnson's playing, they had, uh, what's their name, the UFC fighter in there during the week. <laughs> yeah, I just see it on the old. So the rest is going to be awesome. Um, I just think at home, that team is. is the crowd alone is worth like it was like a fourteen man for them. So if they the Broncos just find it very hard to travel over there and expect to get anything else than a, a good beating. Good hiding. Mm. Um yeah, I yeah, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Um what's left behind for the Broncos plus the Warriors on a boy at home. It's just it's everything going against the Broncos in that one. Uh, next up Bunnies Raiders back the Raiders we're not being as like we're obviously we lose Hudson Young but early years you're losing Papali he's retired from Orange football you're losing Jack Wilder he's, he's retired from Orange football somewhat there's kind of headlines you might renege on that but the Bunnies have been one of the form sides they were poor performance against Parra which is strange that one of them went actually saying bring it up here the Bunnies are usually very important to them as you said before it all comes but it's very important there I just think Sands their superstars although the halves is not effective I think they might be liable the best thing that could have happened to them is they lost the power down to fixture yeah as they're right up I think it could be a game it's probably the game of the round there's not many teams no, like this but I think potentially could be the game of the round especially on the watch I think the sides might just slip as well as you say after the, the loss last week they get up and, and around the lads. And then Sunday last game, uh, Knights take on Manor in McDonald's Run Stadium at 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Knights are actually favourites. $1.38, $3.10, which, as you say, all these teams are, <laughs> you know which teams are not affected by origin selection <laughs> with, the, with the tipping. Uh, Manly have, are this is the first time you've been favourite all year. <laughs> yeah, Manly will lose. I wouldn't agree with the tip, and I think Knights might just have 
I think it's going to be closer than what they are saying at the moment saying. But uh, yeah, I think they might, might just get rid of it. Especially keeping Ponga at fullback. Well, they're relying on Ponga to play the ball, um, which looks a bit thick. Um, yeah, so that's a very short, um, obviously, and the quickest one before we finish up. Initial thoughts on Origin, we might probably preview in more detail next week. I think, as we touched on with the with the Queensland lack of backs, maybe, and how strong New South Wales picked the backs, I think that's going to be a massive decision in how they play and how they go forward in like game two. Yeah. I think Adelaide, it's neutral ground. I think New South Wales might tear them up. The only thing I would say is it's it's arguably the defining game of Freddie's Origin career. Oh yeah. If he loses this, yeah, they go on to Brisbane next. That's Brisbane, and we have a horrible record up there. <laughs> that could be that could be series over. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like the Queensland pack compared to the New South Wales pack is a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought with the picking, like I I would prefer maybe a bit bigger boys I'd like to see Dean Apollo maybe start in the game and, and give you the time like come on mm. as an impact like let him rile up in front of the pitch and mm. <laughs> let him off like get a bit of madness in him like um, yeah which is strange and then Appy I know Appy had a crack of a game I just think with the with the basket pick I think if Cook was there and he's picking Wayne like you would not stop the flood of players coming up behind him like it's, it, 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 I'm, I'm fascinated to see how Musa does. I'm fascinated to see how he uses Cam Munster as well. Oh, Murray on the bench. Yeah. How they were going to choose him in the game. I know he's probably going to go with Edge. Probably going to bring him on after five minutes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's an 80 minute player. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but look, I can't wait for it. Obviously, it's next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. So we'll be back to pretend to work. Um, yeah. It's not like a book about already, but. <sighs> look, I suppose. I'm sure that was the first in person. Not just on this show, but the Irish one as well. So oh my made God. history today. Um, that's actually coming up in the Leaf and Tale History Day book. In <laughs> yeah. Just ten years. Little tidbit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. That's me done too. Thank you. And good night. Good luck. to go, eight points all, played to Keery, he's down the left, short pass Mitchell, beautiful!